0: Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Rich and Anthony Wallace. We are almost done with 2020. We are at the end of a trying time and season for many of us. Whether that be individuals that have endured loss of some sort. They've known family member, loved one, friends that have... Contracted this virus and it has taken a complete, significant toll on on livelihoods. Almost three hundred thousand Americans are are dead from that's that's a big town. That's the size of where, where I live and, and and that is that's the entire town. So people might not think, oh, it's a ninety eight percent. Uh, survival rate but still people have have died from this. people have lost their jobs over this. I'm still grateful to still be gainfully employed during the midst of the, the pandemic but this is this has affected livelihoods and it's going to affect people for decades and I mean decades if there's nothing to do, but I mean, Food and Drug Administration has given approval of a vaccine. Uh, I will take that vaccine when I see that it's deemed safe and secure. I know folks, particularly within the black community, are gonna be a little leery about it, but I will probably take it when it becomes readily available for individuals to take it so we can start our lives all over again and start to be on the road of an economic recovery because people don't think this damn virus exists saying it doesn't affect me, it doesn't impact me as long as it doesn't hurt anyone that I care about I'm going to be going out to parties posting on Instagram, being in mass, mass crowd of people don't matter that's, that's sad because you know human human connectedness is, is a part of the thing. I know my introverted friends have been going through it. And it's like, yeah, we, we like some sort of isolation, but we do like those deep, intimate conversations. And my extroverted friends, like I said, are going through it as well. But then you have those people that are just, we don't care. But we are almost at the end vaccine has been approved hopefully 2021 will have a better better year than 2020 Uh, hopefully for positive eyes new beginnings for for myself for the ones that i love and care about and then for those that are that are listening as well that we have a better better next year hopefully prosperity goes through all the time all right so if you haven't done so already you can follow my page on facebook.com slash perspective to be updated on all podcast-related things from here and there. And, yeah, if you want to support a brother, you can always tip a brother below in this conversation because podcasts aren't cheap. But doing it for you, for the people. Today's topic... Is going to be a topic about putting myself at the table and doing some self-reflection. Self-reflection is key to know who you truly are. And moving forward with my life, I would like to know myself a lot better and see what things I can do to improve myself. Because there's no way in hell that I'm a perfect individual. I strive to for greatness every single day, despite the challenges that have gone. That buzzing that you hear back and forth is probably my mother opening and closing the door. Uh, it happens every single time. I don't think I've ever had a podcast where there hasn't been a distraction. But hey, that's what happens when you're in the midst of a pandemic that you aren't living on your own anymore and you move back home with your mom. So shout out to my mother for constantly putting the ad lib noise i wish i had a studio where i can just speak and talk but can't do that that'll probably be one of my uh, gifts or wishes for like new year's when i do my new year's podcast It's like, I wish I had a studio where there was no sound that I can just be me and there was no distractions of the road or the beeping of the alarm system or dogs barking or any of that, (laughs) but that is not that conversation. Going back to self-reflection, talking about me at at the end of the the table, uh, trying to get to know myself a little bit better as I move through life, Uh, I have lived 30 years on this planet i've had uh, a lot of a lot of privileges within this life i've had some struggles but not struggles that not a lot of people have endured but i can definitely empathize with people that are struggling and hurting i'm not better than anyone i want to continue to be better person for myself so i can help the greater good help the community this isn't about me this is about uplifting those around me as well yes I would love to strive for greatness yeah everybody loves to strive for greatness when I was talking about being famous you know having riches not worrying about where your next meal is coming from money just keeps going into your bank account time and time again those those are blessings Um, and then it can also be a curse as well but just finding that balance but Making sure that myself goes into these conversations and really reflect about who I am. So, even though they are not contributing to my advertising coin, I am recommending that if you want to know a little bit about yourself, I recommend putting putting some money into what's called the and the and is an emmy award-winning experience that helps explore relationships by making the space for honest communication and deep listening the and creates an environment that fosters vulnerability more meaningful connections and a stronger understanding for one another by making challenging conversations easy and fun so you enter a space and explore a relationship that typically overlooked but arguably the most important, the one thing you share with yourself, the following questions may not be exactly what they seem, but they will lead to a new place with powerful answers that can help guide your way. And this was created by The Skin Deep, which is an Emmy Award-winning creative studio that explores human connection amidst a consistently growing digital landscape. Our, their purpose is to... Offer experiences that deepen relationships, stimulate conversation, and spark exploration of our humanity against an ever-changing backdrop of the world around us. So I highly recommend The Anne. I'll put the stuff in in my link uh, to to do so as well. So there's many different versions, and this one is a self-reflection one. So how I'm going to play it is... I would usually put on a piece of paper, write down my intentions, dilemmas, or questions at that moment. So there's these cards that I pulled. I pulled ten, 10 cards. I'll select the cards randomly from a deck, and then I write down my questions. But I'm going to be speaking my questions to you all. And then it says, continue choosing cards until you feel comfortable. Conclusion, I just picked 10. And then I'll read my answers once more. I can save it, burn it, or bury them. So I have 10 cards from the Anne, self-reflection, and I'm going to answer them openly and honestly to the best of my ability for you all to listen. And these are just 10 random cards out of the 199 cards that are here. And you can also make your own questions. They provide that option as well. First question for me. When do I feel most alive, and what about it makes me feel that way? What makes me feel alive? I feel like I'm most alive when I am surrounded by like-minded individuals aiming for a common goal. I am in a room somewhere traveling with a, a small group of people. It doesn't have to be mass quantity of groups of those like-minded individuals coming together in a space, pitching our ideas together, and seeing how we can elevate each other to a greater good. And and what what that does to me, it just it gives me a sense of energy, a, a sense of a passion, a sense of, of hope. It's like, yes, we can do this together. We can do anything we put our minds to. It's something that Makes me feel most alive, you know, having those meaningful connections with individuals. And I feel like that's what's been lacking during the midst of a pandemic. You can only do so many Zoom calls in a day where you get Zoom fatigue. Uh, You get tired of looking at your screen (laughs) and it it takes a mental toll on you. Uh, But in all honesty, we've been, that's when I feel the most alive, Uh, being around folks that have like mine interests. I mean, another time I feel alive is when I'm traveling and experiencing different cultures and, and experiences because living in the United States, yes, we're a combination of cultures. And different states have different verbiage, different lingo, different styles. But when you go to another country, that's a whole life-changing experience, especially when you go out of your five-block radius and be able to travel me going to Tokyo was probably a life changing experience. I did not. I was I was shell shocked. <laughs> First of all, in a homogenized community, you're the only black person there. You're just like whoa, uh, and you you as an individual being a black man stick out like a sore thumb um, in a homogenized community. But learning understanding how structure and order and respect from the Japanese people. Is, is their their guidelines their principles never seen a place that was super duper clean it city clean immaculately clean no one is is jaywalking they wait for the light it's it's wow man the level of politeness like when they say Sumi masan it means excuse me uh, that's I've never experienced that or when I went to Barcelona you know, experiencing that, uh, that, that, that renewed my energy, you know, feeling alive. Where these folks in Spain are just living it up, going to the beach, drinking vino, partying at 2 a.m. in the morning, eating delicious food. If you love seafood, then seafood in, in Japan or, or Spain is, is, is it's the best. It's amazing. I've never experienced that. Uh, now, heading to France, looking at the architecture didn't realize how many hills Paris had. I was like walking up and down hills and y'all going, visiting my brother in London, who now lives in Barcelona, uh, being able to experience uh, English Premier League game. You know, they call it football. We call it soccer here in the States, but watching them play football, um, and just hearing the passion in the crowd, you know, you just get captivated. And that's just something about it just makes me feel most alive. That's how you know you're living life. How you know. That's, that's my question. That's my answer. Oh, that's the answer to my question. There we go. Oh, words. <laughs> Next question. Question two. What do I find most challenging in my life right now? I think the most challenging part in my life right now is the, the challenge of transition. Uh, I've had in my head that everything is supposed to go according to plan. I'm supposed to do this. It goes here. goes here. And then it's supposed to be all, all okay. In reality, it's not the case. I was supposed to go traveling, go different places, go abroad experience life from there and then the pandemic happened and being challenged to get to know myself, being able to move back home with my mother, taking me back into a time warp of thinking that I'm six, 15, 16 years old and I'm 30 years old. Those are some of the things like, whoa, did not experience this. Cause once I was 18, I had left. I did not come back i was living somewhere i had a roof over my head somewhere i was self-sufficient until the pandemic and i was like uh trying to be cost effective and move back home with my mother and challenging experience you know living (laughs) living with two adults and there's like a their order and structure with that i love my mother it's just the challenges of going back into that time warp, for where she believes that you're 15 years old but you're actually 30. That's one challenge. The other challenge is engaging with my friends uh, in person because realistically that's not possible unless we're masked up outside, socially distanced. Uh, that, that is probably the challenge. Um, the other challenge is, you know, aspiring to move to another country, uh, particularly in Canada that that was halted with the pandemic where Canada has closed their borders <laughs> so you can't really go up and back and forth with there like no we're not allowing Americans over here so that's put up put a strain on there and you no know, challenge of transitioning remotely to service student needs making sure students have adequate internet access um, even myself competing with my twin cousins who come here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for for internet because bandwidth is getting sucked up. So that's another challenge to basically do my my job. Those are some of the challenges that I I have experienced in my life right now. Um, I know I'll overcome these challenges. Uh, It just takes time. Everything has its time and season. So right now we're just in this time and season, but I'm hopeful for the future. (sighs) <sighs> All right, it's kind of morbid, the third question. If I do this, how will it change my eulogy? I guess, what are we doing? Um, that's what we have to define. So if you're not familiar with a eulogy, it's um, the, the last speech that a individual ever makes on a person after they passed away. Uh, so if I were to move abroad live in Canada like how would this how change my eulogy state that uh Richard was an individual that didn't want to get too comfortable and complacent in, in one spot and he wanted to challenge himself to to go move abroad not saying everything is bigger and better over in another country but challenging himself to experience a new way of thinking a new way of life uh from that standpoint. Being able to find find love, be able to find friends, being able to, to do all of these things in a whole nother country. Those are those are challenges that he overcame. And it's a good brother. <laughs> being able to give the shirt off of his back if he has the shirt to give. Uh and if there's an individual that's like need needs his help, he will do the best that he can to do so. I guess that's still how it will change my eulogy. Uh, hopefully, I pray that the universe gives me long, prosperous life for me to continue what I want to do in my life. Um, like I know tomorrow's not guaranteed for anybody, but I I thank God every single day. For every opportunity that I am alive. Uh, Especially those that. You're surrounded with your loved ones. Just making sure that. You. Are. With your loved ones. (laughs) Because you never know how long you have your loved ones. So I. Think about my dad a lot. And. Want to make sure that. I still have the same. Relationship with my mom. And. I don't know how long I got my mom for. She is getting older. I'm getting older. So those are the realities of life. We all are born to die. But we just got to cherish the moments that we have for the future. All right, moving forward. This is the fourth question. All right, fourth question. What's the big picture I suspect is there but can't yet see clearly? I guess the big picture that I suspect is there is my elevation to something great. Um, Like I know in the core of my being, even though you might not believe it now, but I have belief in the core of my being that I will be destined for great things that will contribute to to people Inspiring, influencing individuals as they go through their walk of life. That I have in the core of my being. I, I know in my heart of hearts there will be a source of residual income that I will not have to worry about. There will be my partner along by me and her, her flourishing in her business adventures and business capitals being able to have the right team that we were able to trust and be able to brand and market ourselves i i feel this in the core of my being that is one of my purposes on this earth the reason why i can't see it yet clearly because the foundation hasn't been planted as yet it's the idea but the combination of ideas and the action, it takes time. And this is me not just being lazy, like, oh, I want to do this. I want to get rich quick or something like that. or Everything that you want to earn in this life takes work. It takes a little bit of work and it takes a little bit of luck. And it's all about the connections that you have. That's the free game I will put on you. It takes time, effort, luck. And I feel like I can get all three that's the big picture that i see i feel like this podcast will be a residual of something bigger that will be it will be an add on to to something and yeah i've only done this podcast for a year i might only have eight listeners but that might increase as time and exposure i feel that in the core of my being there will be other things that will be captivated but it takes a game plan and it takes timing, it takes energy, it takes money. And it's going to happen. Don't know when, but it is going to happen. I feel that in the form being. I, mean, I don't have to be a 23-year-old influencer or 21-year-old vlogger that's like moving to California to do all of that. I can be in my mid-30s, early 40s, still doing the same thing. <laughs> so that's what I feel. My big picture. Uh, The fifth question. So we're halfway done, y'all. What am I always carrying with me and why? I guess I carry my father in my heart always. uh, Because he is the the reason why this podcast actually initially started. Because he is the reason why I'm here. Without him, Mom wouldn't be able to bear me. Like I needed both of them, but he was the reason why... I was here. A lot of people don't have great relationships with their fathers. I had the best relationship with my father. I can talk about my father all day. Was he perfect? No. Did he do some shit? Of course he did. Do I still love him? Of course, from the bottom of my heart. Um, and i always carry with, with me until it's time for me to go see him again. Uh, on the other side, I do believe that there is life after death. I believe that there is a higher power. Somebody or something is running the show. Uh, So that is who I will always carry with me. Um, I will always carry my dad with me. Uh, Actually, both my parents, to be honest. I still have my mom, but the one that is really salient to me right now is my father. The sixth question. Do I want it or do I need it? And why? This is where I go back to my previous podcast and desires. So, if you want to check that out, that's my plug for you to do so. The difference between wanting it and needing it. Um, so, the things that I was talking about with like Maslow hierarchy of needs: uh, food, water, shelter are the basic needs of human beings. And then connectedness is, you know, I, it's a want. You you want to be connected. Uh, so some might think it's a need like, do I? I put the example right here. PlayStation Five. <laughs> There's huge resale prices for a PlayStation Five. People are charging $1,100 for a PlayStation when its original sale is $500. Do is it a want or is it a need? I would want to play PlayStation Five, but do I need it? No. There are other things in my life that are more salient, like food in my belly, especially within the U.S. of A. There's no stimulus money coming through, even though I am fortunate to still be employed. My mom is not employed within the beauty industry, so that that's a challenge. So, being able to help and cater to her um, during this time. Uh, want and need. I think more need because that is what is is the outcome right now. Yeah, there's many things that I want, but... I feel like I can hold off on those wants. And then when I get it, then I'm going to want something else. You're always going to be wanting more and more and more. Because that's how human beings are. Alright, I got this. Now what? Oh, I got this. Now what? You see it with billionaires. You're a billionaire. Why do you want more money? <laughs> see? It's like, let me just increase this thing. It's just That just makes an astronomical amount. It's just, wow. That's all I got to say is wow. Well. Ah. So the next question, I think we're on question seven. Question seven states, how will doing this change me for the better? So the things that are going on in my life, like I said, I'm trying to aspire to move to another country. That is a change that I feel like is on my quality of life. Uh, Will I say that it's a a perfect change? No, nothing is perfect. But for me, in my situation, moving to another country, that is something that I always wanted to do. I saw my brother do it. I didn't know the challenges and and the hoops and the hurdles and the costs that it takes to do so, but... I, I am doing it, <laughs> uh, and then, you no, know, opportunity to to embrace a new new culture, new community, and find my footing there. I, it's definitely a challenge that I want you uh, move forward with. Uh, so I think that'll change me for the better because it builds my character. Especially when you, you come from an area of comfort. I am in a comfortable position. And I don't want to get complacent in this comfortable position. So as I continue forward with life, I want to put myself in some of those, those positions where it challenges me to, to grow. And what better way to do that than try to move to another country. Yes, and this is coming from a conversation of privilege. Yes, I I acknowledge that I do have the means to, to do so, but it's still a challenge to do. But if you desire to do it, then you're going to do it. And I feel like this change will help me grow exponentially as an individual as I move forward in my life. Number eight. Is there only one solution? And how do I know? Uh, I believe there are many different solutions to one different thing. For example, 2 plus 2 is 4. 4 plus 0 is 4. 4 times 1 is 4. Those are the things that get the floor. So, how do I know that? Because that is a mathematical explanation. There might be times where you might only think that there is one solution that you can do, but there is always an alternative for you to do. But every... Action has an equal and opposite reaction. So whatever choice that you make has a consequence, whether it be positive or negative. But there's always options depending on one solution. The only solution that we have is we must live until we die. How do I know? Because no one has come back from the grave except for Lazarus. And he's the only one that can tell us from biblical fact. I mean, there's people that have claimed that that they have died and came back, or they've died for, like, two minutes and then came back. Um, But we just got to continue to, you know, make sure that there are other alternatives within our life. The ninth question for me is, is this how it should be, how I want it to be, or is this how it really is? So... How, how it should be. I don't believe that this is the way that society should be. I don't believe in a few individuals within political power dictating what individuals should do with their bodies. Particularly those those that are women. Like, I, that, that is a woman's choice. Why do I need to be, as a man, make a choice on what a woman does with her body? That's just me. Or, hey, this global pandemic has cost 3 million people to lose their jobs. Like, uh, oh yeah, let's not help out our individuals because they'll, they'll figure it out. It's like, that's not how it should be. How it should be is we should be giving relief to individuals that are, that are struggling. I, I do understand taxing the, the very wealthy because like at the end of the day, you're still going to be wealthy. It's just the, the greed, the nepotism within the society has, has influenced us all. And we are, it's one big ass social experiment. That's what I call it. It's, it's, it's how it, how it is, but I don't want it to be like that. And it does take individuals to provide that change. And strength is definitely in numbers. But they do know that if they take out the leader, then the, the followers will, will cease to exist. But people shouldn't be struggling to, to find a meal. People shouldn't be struggling to have a roof over their head. People struggling should not have to be declined of services to, to live... It's it's definitely frustrating that there's two different worlds that people live in. And this is where you need to have awareness and know where you stand. Like I know all my privileges, but I do realize that all these privileges that I have can be taken away just like that. I can I can lose it all just like that because nothing is guaranteed in this life. That's why you got to be grateful for what you have and be able to help others when you still have time on this earth. My last my last question to myself. How am I inspiring others? Personally speaking, I just want to make sure that if I can do a little bit of good in this world, to inspire somebody. I've done my purpose. I have. That's done one of my purposes in life. I want to continue to help others through it all. Now, don't take my kindness for weakness because if, if you burn me, it's never going back. I'm like an elephant. I never forget. So, inspiring others. I, I hope as time progresses, as this podcast progresses, and whatever the future may hold i hope it is a positive you know enlightening change where i can in- inspire and influence others to to think of the greater good and help others and and give back to the communities you know everybody gets a little piece of the pie that that is that is what i want you inspired to do so hopefully that will come into fruition and I'm going to claim and I'm going to speak it into existence. So I just put myself through some self-reflection. If you're interested in in the end, I'll put the link in my description of this podcast. And we're almost at the end of the year, y'all. I talk about Christmas. Uh, don't know what topic's is going to be talked about in Christmas. But I'm gonna talk about like my favorite holiday stuff, favorite holiday movies, just talk about Christmas in general, and whatnot. So with that being said, name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective. Peace.